What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Spreading Success Podcast. My name is Ram Raviv, and I'm your host. Today, I'm here with a very special guest, the podcasting ninja, Daxi Perez. Daxi, how you doing, man? Hey, man. Thanks for having me on, dude. Uh, super excited to... Uh, I actually just got introduced to you by Jennifer, and I think you know oh, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm excited about all of like, the stuff you're creating. So yeah, I'm excited to drop some knowledge here. 100% man. So let's just start out with the listeners that are not familiar with what you do and who you are. Can you kind of give them a 60 second snapshot of what you're currently up to right now? Yes. Yeah, so I run a podcasting production and publishing agency. Been doing that for about two years. Four years ago, I started freelancing in the space because I used to do music production when I was in high school. So I took a skill I had to like make money online because I dropped out of college and I wanted to make money quick. Um, and then I eventually built it up and I learned marketing strategies to build a business from just being a freelancer to building a team and like working with some awesome people. I've done info products as well. I have a Facebook group and a podcast where I teach people how to do a podcast as well, but that's not my main focus right now. Uh, my main focus is the, the publishing agency and working with like our clients are like a lot of the people, I don't know if you guys are familiar with ClickFunnels. Um, a lot of the highest earners there, a lot of two comic club award winners, people who speak on stage, people who make like six figures plus a month. So we help them use podcasting as a marketing channel to boost sales and build a community and movement. So yeah. Yeah, that's great. I mean, I've seen some of the things that you do, especially your bio, you know, helping rank podcasts. And we'll talk a little bit about that later. But I want to quickly transition to kind of your early life and how you kind of got into it. So take us back to your middle school and high school days, your interest in podcasting, entrepreneurship as a whole, your grades, things like that. Yeah, dude. So I'm not an entrepreneur. I mean, so I've never, like, I didn't have this story as an entrepreneur. I was never taught how to use money. I was always in debt till I was probably like out of college and I started like doing certain things. So I wasn't like given the gifts. I didn't sell lemonades at a lemonade stand. <laughs> I didn't sell candy at school. Like I was more of always like an intuitive person and I understood people. I have more EQ skills than IQ skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so in high school, one of my first passions was music. Um, and I, I learned how to learn like honestly dude if it wasn't for the internet like i wouldn't be here right now like we're in the luckiest time ever (laughs) yeah because um i learned how to make music from youtube videos like if it wasn't for the internet nothing everything i learned was like outside of my environment it wasn't from the people around me it wasn't from school it was straight from the internet and i was buying like online course i did everything in the star like you guys probably know me as a podcast guy but i did everything and i had some success a lot of success with e-commerce that was my first successful thing i was doing like 10 to twenty thousand a month in e-commerce when i first started um, I was doing high ticket drop shipping. I was doing Shopify, AliExpress, like 2016 when it yeah. wasn't that hot, <laughs> when I could sell like chalkboard bracelets for $5 and still make money. <laughs> like yeah. back when fidget spinners were around, it was super easy to make money. Now it's a little more difficult yeah. and the customer experience is more important. You can't just like send things and four weeks later they get it. Like people be pissed. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so that, that was my whole journey. There's a lot that happened. Um, but short, just to give you a short story, like, um, yeah, I've dropped out of college. I wasn't happy with anything. I realized one of the best ways to learn is from people who are doing the thing you want to do. So I just, all my money I took out of college and I invested in people and courses who were doing the thing that I wanted. Um, because the teachers in school suck and school sucks. Like school's Mm -hmm. meant if you want to have a job, not if you want to have a business. Mm -hmm. Um, and I knew uh, there wasn't any jobs. Like I changed majors like three or four times. It was really bad. Um, so yeah, that's just as a quick story about me and where I'm at now. So yeah. So 
And when you first got started, like you said, you kind of realized college wasn't for you and you dropped out a little early on. So can you talk about how your family, the, your friends and the community responded to that when you said, you know what, that's it. I want to invest in myself. I want to get out of this whole college thing. Oh, dude, no support at all. Um, <laughs> there's never support, dude. Like a lot, I'm, I'm, I'm a very intuitive person. Like I dropped out, dude, when I had like two or three credits left to get my <laughs> It was so, but I'm, I'm a fan of putting your, your back against the wall and you have no choice but to go forward. Like mm -hmm. you can't go backwards. Like one of the, like I remember the reason I started making money in drop shipping is because the first course I ever bought, like to go all in before that, I was only buying courses that were like 37, $67. Mm -hmm. um, I bought a course that was $3,000 yeah. and I didn't have that much money. It was like my, the first credit card I ever opened. I was like, I maxed it immediately. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was like a fuck. Like, I, I guess like I'm all in because I knew I couldn't go backwards. I had to like go forward and you know, it took me a while. It took me like two or three months, but then I started making profit. And then I started making 10,000 a month. Um, so I always, there were, I think one of the biggest books that impacted me or biggest quotes that impacted me in the start, uh, the everything store from Jeff Bezos. I don't know if you guys have read it. Um, it's an amazing book about how I started Amazon, but one of his things, cause he used to work on wall street, right? He was making pretty money in the nineties, like 250 K a year in the nineties, which is a lot. Yeah. Um, and he had, he saw the internet start and he's like, man, I want to get on this. And I, I can't decide, do I just stay safe, you know, make a lot of money on wall street or do I start this online business thing, sell books online. Um, and he puts his, he puts his decisions through what he, he calls the regret minimization factor. So he's, he tells himself, Hey, when I'm 80 years old and I, this decision, if I, if I, if I regret it more than failure, then I have to do it, you know, cause regrets worse than failure. So mm -hmm. a lot of my, the biggest decisions I had, I was like, man, is failure worse or is regret worse? And almost every time it was like regrets worse because you can't go back. So I'm comfortable with failure more than regret. So that's why I did a lot of things, took a lot of risk because I'm like, I don't want to regret. I'm young. So let me just do everything. And then things evolve. So yeah. Mm -hmm. And then going back to the specific podcasting, I know you said you were doing a lot with music and things like that, but was there any specific person or thing that got you into creating a podcast in general? Um, yeah. So I actually, so when I was doing e-commerce, I was living in the digital nomad life and, uh, in that experience, I was in Thailand for like a year and Bali, just like living in Asia and working online. And I met someone who had a big agency. So I'm all about leverage. The quickest way to grow a business or to, you know, grow attention or anything, the, the biggest thing in business is leverage. How can you level, level up quickly? Like what lever can you pull? So I met someone who had an agency already who was working with some big people. He was working with like Tim Ferriss and like a lot of big, like top 10 podcasts. Um, and he was looking for an audio guy. And I was like, this is a great opportunity. Let me work inside a company for a year or two and learn what they're doing. And then through that experience, I realized like I could leverage some of the clients that we were working with. There wasn't like an NDA or anything. Mm -hmm. um, and I used that as like a platform to start my own agency. And I'm like, hey, look at all the cool podcasts I work on. Do you want me to help you? And then slowly work my way up. So that's how I got started in the game. Honestly, like for a while I resisted <laughs> do, mm -hmm. You know, the podcasting thing, because it wasn't like, uh, the first thing I, I start, like I was only doing it for money, which yeah. I still am. But when you want to start a business, that's the most important thing. Like, yeah. is it, a, is there, is there a good revenue stream? Is the timing right? And, um, your passions, you can always do later in life, but if you can start a business, it has to be something that could sustain you. So yeah. Yeah. And obviously all the big names you've worked for and the big names that you're still working for, you 
they they all have a podcast. You know, whatever business model they they have, they're, they're always in the podcasting game. So can you talk a little bit about why podcasting is so important and why the audience should start a podcast if they don't already have one? Yeah. So honestly, I don't think everyone should start a podcast. Um, there's a few expectations you have to have in mind. Um, and it depends what your goals are currently. Like if you're trying to make money quick, um, and you don't have a business model, podcasting obviously isn't the best thing. That's more for brand building and making noise when you already have existing core offers and you have existing like value ladders. If you don't have any of that, it's much harder to make a business out of podcasting. But the, the benefit is, and I'm sure you're aware, is you could, you could use it as a way to talk to people that you want to learn from. Mm -hmm. um, it's just knowing which point in your journey you're at and what kind of podcast will suit that point in your journey. Um, yeah. So honestly, the, the, uh, the easiest way to create a movement now is with a podcast because the consumption rate, and I'm sure you're aware of this, is pretty high. There is no long form uh, content platform where people can consume you for that long. Everything else is snippets. They're not really stories. Even YouTube is like, it's, it's good, but it's much harder to produce on YouTube at a good level. Mm -hmm. um, podcast is just one of the easiest ways to get people to consume a lot. Um, so that's why I like it just because of the consumption rate. And any smart marketer knows attention is the asset. The more attention you have of someone, the more you can, you know, have them in your mind, et cetera. So, mm -hmm. all right. So let's say you just told me that whole thing about why I start a podcast and I'm like, all right, you know, I'm in that journey where I'm in that part where I want to start learning from big names. So what is the right way to get started with podcasting? There's so many people that say so many different things. You need this mic, you need to get this person. Like how, what's the best way to get started? Yeah. So all the technicals you can learn anywhere. Like, you know, what we were talking about this earlier, Mike, let's get an ATR 2100, Audio-Technica, it's good. Uh, podcasting host, pretty easy. Like a lot of this stuff you can Google yourself. Like mm -hmm. if you don't know how to Google, then you, I can never help you. Uh, <laughs> but one of the easiest ways to grow, I call, I actually did an episode on this. It's the five-step growth formula. I'm going to see if I can remember each step. Um, <laughs> number one is you have to publicly name your goal. So let people know like why you're doing this. Like give people a future pace. Like, hey, like, I want to like grow to make this much money or I want to make this impact. Like, so people feel like they're part of a story. They're on your journey with you and they have a reason that they're listening. So they could follow a journey and you could, you know, they'll listen to you more. So publicly name your goal. Number two is, um, <laughs> my memory sucks. Man. Um, figure out what's the quickest way to get to that goal. So what's the next problem you need to solve to get there? Sometimes it's talking to the right people. Sometimes it's, uh, you know, creating the next course or whatever. Um, Number three is how can you shortcut, shortcut the goal? Um, which, did I just say that? No, you said how, like, just how can you solve it? So now it's like okay. doing it quicker. Yes. So four is getting super realistic at where you're at. So being like realistic, like where am I at right now? Like, like where am I at? So I know where to go. And number five is just rinse and repeat. So I, I definitely butchered that. <laughs> but pretty much you want to let people know where you're going, um, why you're different. And, mm -hmm there's a lot of things you have to do in the start to be objective. Like mm -hmm. you have to really figure out, all right, first me, like what do I want to do and what unique skills do I have that I can provide in the market and position myself uniquely. Mm -hmm. uh, number two, who am I speaking to? Uh, who's the avatar and what am, what am I helping them achieve? I want people to listen to my show so they can achieve X. Like what's the promise? Mm -hmm. Like what's, what's the, the, the end goal line? How do I define winning and success in my career? Yeah. You know, so people have something they can identify with. That's, that's actually exactly why I call it the spreading success podcast, kind of taking stories from people like you sharing the little insider secrets to help them. And 
some of the things that you talk about with with the whole how you guys started the mindset back against the wall, things like that benefit people more than just people who are interested in podcasting or interested in business. It really helps them. That's why my whole thing is helping entrepreneurs find their path to success through yeah. other people's stories. Because, dude, it's all a discovery process, dude. Mm-hmm. Like you only model like a certain percentage, like 10, 20% is like someone gives you a framework, but you you learn from experience, bro. Cause everything's unique to you. Like whatever life throws at you, bro, like opportunities, it's unique to you just doing things, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. So in terms of the whole getting started, let's say, like I said, I want to get started. I want to, uh, like for me, honestly, the whole reason why I started a podcast is not to make money, at least in the beginning. I know podcasting is not something you do for two years and then get rid of it. Podcasting is a hobby. And we talked about this earlier. It kind of funnels you into into your main business that you have. So it's kind of like gets you clients and gets you exposure as well. So for me, I wasn't trying to sell anything. I'm just trying to be be honest and provide value. And then the I feel like for me, the offers and once I get more experience, it's going to come later in the in the time for me. Um, so let's say I'm, I'm an audience member and I want to start a podcast and I started a podcast, got a few guests, but how can I rank on the top 100 on iTunes. That is the most asked question that I get. I ask, so what is the, the secret that not a lot of people are really talking about? Well, I mean, so first of all, is like, why do you want to rank there? Like, is it because like, like what's the end goal? You know, like what, what, I mean, mm-hmm. tell me. Yeah. So for example, for me, ranking t- a top 100, not only gains obviously popularity for the podcast itself. But for me, saying that I have a top 100 business podcast is not only going to help gain more credibility, but it's also going to help me gain more uh, respected and more credible guests on the show, saying that you're more well-established, that you're not just some of these like BS uh, thing that I just made and just then, to get you on the podcast. why do you want that? Well, so well, to obviously to provide value and then to spread success and obviously through those big names, obviously gain credibility and build that brand up to eventually once I get more experience and I have more, uh, a lot bigger guests, then to obviously offer something and provide value to the audience in a monetary way. Okay. And so like when you ask why multiple times, yeah. the real purpose, which mm-hmm. is like, I just want to provide value and I want to grow my, you don't need top 100 business podcasts to do that. I know people who have like a, like a couple thousand listeners, but they make like quarter million a year. Like it's, wow. deep, it's deep relationships that matter, not with, I know mm-hmm. I've worked with a lot of people who have with, they have their top 100, whatever, but they're not making any money because their sales message sucks. So they're not talking like if anyone, a lot of marketers will tell you this too. The sales message is the most important thing. You make someone like, can you change their beliefs so much that they want to go onto your way of thinking? Do you understand their old way of thinking? And can you transition them to a new way of thinking and tell them like, cause like whoever can solve or explain the problem the best to someone is assumed to have the best solution, you know, mm-hmm. um, in any market. There was a, there was a book about that. Nishan, um, uh, some, some guys. So yeah, that's, that's the biggest thing. I I'm more about depth than width. So top 100 is great for getting the guest, but then like, um, getting the guest is great. It also like, so growing a podcast, right? Interviewing people is a great way if they shout you out, but the, the, it's weird. Like the higher up you go, the less they'll shout you out. The more, obviously if that your audience knows the name, it's great for like credibility, but like C level influencers, B level influencers, like people like me or other people, they'll shout you out even more to their list and they'll repost you. Um, so that obviously works good too. Um, but having a key, so you want to have two key channels. You want to have one channel for communication for your audience. So where are you communicating with your audience the most? And then another one for, uh, discoverability. So people who don't know who you are, where are they going to discover you? Um, whether that's through a Facebook group and then they go to your podcast or a YouTube channel or a Pinterest board or something, um, where are you posting content for, to throw hooks out there? You know, Mm -hmm. 
because hooks are what's going to get people to listen to your episodes yeah. when you have unique hooks. So um, that's the easiest way to grow. Um, I, I, it's, it's interesting. Everyone thinks like getting top 100 is the best thing in the world, but it, it's really, um, it depends what your deep why is, you know, mm-hmm. like you can get there without a top 100 podcast, you know, like yeah. I've gotten big clients and I don't have like thousands of subscribers. Um, so yeah. Yeah. A lot of people think, obviously it sounds really cool to go around. Obviously saying you have a top 100 business podcast and kind of showing, that all that hard work is not for nothing showing that, you know, if you work hard, you can truly get to that top ranks and compete with some of the top entrepreneurs, honestly, in the game. Um, and another question that Apple really talks about our good friend that I have on episode three, he talks about making money on the podcast. Now this is a very controversial thing. Some people say you can't make any money. Some people say as, and some people say to kind of leverage guests and, and work th- that way. So what do you think is the best way and most effective way to make an income? Yeah. So you have to understand podcasting is a, when you think of a value ladder, so a value ladder is a customer journey. So mm-hmm. you have like low value ladder. These are things that are free people to opt in just to get you, get them on your email list or just to follow you, whatever, um, low commitment. Then it's like up the, the next step up a value ladder is like a $7 product, a $17 product. Then you have your core offer, whatever that main thing is that you sell that makes you different, unique, um, that's like your, your money maker, whether that's a, your business or your course, whatever. And then you have your high ticket. So this is for like the few people who want to buy like the mastermind or the events, whatever that is. Um, podcasting is strictly bottom. So it's just free and it's just opt-ins. So people don't listen with their credit card out. <laughs> it's not like a webinar where they're like waiting to be pitched, you know? So you want to ascend people to platforms where you can sell to them. Um, and that Selling doesn't happen on the podcast. Mm -hmm. You can break down beliefs and you can get them to know, like, and trust you and then be interested. But then the selling happens on your sales pages and it happens on your email and it happens on uh, your webinars. It happens offside the platform. So it's much more strategy than people think and creating like a funnel from the podcast, uh, podcast funnels and like treating the episode like a mini webinar. That's why uh, a lot of the people we work with and I I recommend a lot of people is to do solo episodes. Like that's where the money is. Everyone's doing interviews. Like interviews are cool. Like in the start, like it's easy just to get the process going and like um, just to get some credibility. But like solo episodes is how you become the thought leader. It's how you become like any, any movement. One of the key characteristics is it needs a leader, someone who's the leader of that movement. Um, someone who's like, you know, saying what we stand for, why we're listening, something that people can identify with. Um, and you don't have to be like the person who's achieved massive success, as long as you're saying what you stand for and like what you want to put out into the world and like being so descriptive and like your avatar can relate with that. then that works too. Mm-hmm. Cause people love following journeys. So, um, I forget the question. I, I think that I hope that answers it's it. It's like yeah. the income. Yeah, it does. And for me, honestly, with the like everything you said completely makes sense and that's something that like you said a lot of people don't really take into consideration when making money podcasting for me um what they're really people really ask when they're like how do you make money from podcasting what they're really asking is how do i make money from attention yeah podcast yeah and that and that's really what what the main focus for me because i didn't come into the whole personal branding and podcasting to oh i'm gonna make so much money and be like no for me i came to like you said for them to know like and trust build that connection and the personal brand which then once they you know once they're kind of glued to me and they really like my content and what i'm doing and the value i'm providing then later on once i post on my story on a podcast then that's really where all the money is made. So it's kind of like a, a basis to not only network with people, but to also build your brand. Yeah. And true and dude, true selling, when I think of monetizing, it's 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 when your val the value of your product is more than the value of the dollar. Mm-hmm. 
So it's like a lot of it has to do with asking people, building a community, asking them what they want, you know, testing different headlines, different content topics, figure out what actually gets people to like feel emotion because people buy emotionally, not logically. Um, and if they, you create something that they want and then they buy it, it's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So yeah. And then for the whole personal branding thing, for me, I, like you said, I kind of see a lot of people doing the whole interview. They have interviews like a hundred straight episodes of just interviews. And for me, I kind of wanted to change that. So what I'm going to start doing, it's, it's funny that you said that like around every like five or six episodes, like every two or three weeks, I'm going to kind of release my own solo episode where I provide value and whether that be podcasting or something that, that I've learned throughout the journey, a story, a message or something like that, just so that people can get to know me because on, in a podcast like this, like most of the time it's the speaker talking and I'm just asking questions and kind of going back and forth. So they don't really get to know who I am. They just get to know yeah. the guest. So that's really what I'm going to start implementing. It's funny you said that. Um, yeah, so you're I, highlighting other people. And yeah. Like, like you're not like the people who are the most controversial in the market and who are like pushing the conversations the most are going to get the most attention. Yeah, um, exactly. So I, don't, I don't know if you know like John Lee Dumas, Entrepreneur on Fire. I've heard about that, yeah. A lot of the money he makes is like, not from his solo content, but like the only reason his interview show works good is because he started super early, but like not a lot of people know who he is, you know, Mm -hmm. they know his show, but they don't know who he is because he hasn't just spoken to people. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And obviously podcasting definitely takes a lot more work than people think because I've definitely been, I was up already. I did another podcast episode. I have another one right now and I'm just kind of always scheduling it. So, and obviously you help big names with their podcasts as well. So can you kind of explain to the listeners what a day in the life of being a podcaster and running a podcast agency, what does it really take? Oh man. Uh, I mean, it's, it's obviously, um, it took a while to build up. Um, and I'm still like growing and evolving. Like it's, it's being a CEO. It's mm-hmm. completely different how you have, to, it's all systems and processes. Um, and like things that it's scaling up. I just bought a book recently. Um, it's called scaling up, uh, the Rockefeller habits on how to grow a business. And it has to do with people, um, process strategy, sales lead. Like there's a lot that happens. And, uh, luckily I have a good partner. Um, if I didn't have a partner, I probably would not have this agency to be honest. I would be like working for someone else still because, um, I suck. There's a book called rocket fuel, right? And it talks about the companies that grow the fastest. There's two main people. There's a visionary and then there's an integrator. Um, like Apple and, and Mike and Steve Jobs, like he was a visionary. He didn't do any coding. He didn't like create the products. And then his partner, forget his name, uh, I think Wozniak or something. Yeah. Um, he created all the products. So he was the guy behind the tech. So he was the integrator. Um, the visionary is the person who thinks about the mission, the vision, um, and you know, creating like the marketing, the offers, all of that. But when it comes to like leading a team, doing hiring, doing systems, like dealing with the day-to-day stuff, that is not his own genius. So you have to figure out if you're a visionary or if you're an integrator, if you're someone who's good with people and processes. Um, and then I, I feel that's why I'm, I'm achieving success because I have a really good integrator, someone who's like not the face of the company, but he's really good at the inside of it. Um, so the, the, the daily life of me, dude, is um, <laughs> I, I'm, right now it's just a lot of sales and marketing. Like just calling people and, and talking to people and, um, and a lot of like fulfillment. Like that's why, like I had the info product or not putting time on that right now because, uh, I don't know if you know Sam Ovens, like he mm-hmm. talks about making the main thing, the main thing. So like, uh, you'll, you'll start to realize like to achieve more success, you have to do less. 
yeah. and focus on more of one thing and just like putting the time, putting the time. So that's what we're doing. We're just focusing straight on our agency right now and it's going really good. So yeah, it's something that I realized pretty actually, I'm glad that I realized it early on. I actually realized it like very recently that, you know, you can't do everything. And that's why starting in a few, a uh, few weeks, I'm going to get actually um, kind of an assistant to help me with with the podcast publishing, the editing, and things like that. That usually would take me a few hours, you know, posting on YouTube, posting on Anchor, things like that. That you know, every day you, every person has a certain amount of not only time but amount of you know business energy juice that they have and thinking that they have to devote to whatever they do. And if they're spending three hours doing that, then they just don't want to do anything else, and that's their business work for the day. But if you can kind of eliminate that and then work on what's really important, like for example, recording more episodes or scheduling more episodes and things like that, the stuff that really matters is going to help you advance. That's what's really important. Yeah. Um, there's a, there's a cool exercise we actually do that I got from scaling up. Um, it's called the delevate and elegate exercise. So pretty much it's just a sheet where you have four boxes, right? Um, and the top box, the top left, you, you list out, uh, it's where you want to be. So things that you love doing and the things that you're great at. Um, under that is uh, things that you don't like, but you're good at. So things that you, you don't like doing, but you're good at them. Um, then the one on the top right is things that uh, you like and you're good at them. Not that you love, you just like them. And then the bottom right is things that you don't like and things that you're not good at. So if you can kind of figure out those four things, you can find a, I, I have a do, I have document if you want, I could share with you. Mm-hmm. Um, you can figure out what I need to outsource, what I need to not be doing, et cetera. So yeah. Yeah, definitely. And I know earlier you briefly mentioned the whole visionary sure, aspect. So. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, and I know that you mentioned the whole visionary thing and how, you know, you, you're the one that really sees uh, your whole future of the business, but also yourself. So where do you see the whole industry of podcasting and podcasting agencies in the next few years or in the future? Um, it's a good question. There's a big open gap. Because the reason I started this agency is because I worked at other agencies and I figured out the reason I quit, like I could have easily had the opportunity to grow within them, but the leadership did not listen to me and they didn't like, um, like if most podcast agencies just directly do audio and blogs, like they, they live like they're in the early 2000s. They're like, we'll edit your podcast. We'll put it up on iTunes and we'll put it on your blog. But like a lot of the people who, who benefit the most, the people who like run movements, who actually like the podcast will never stop because they have a community they're speaking to. They exist everywhere. Like they, they want their message to be spread everywhere. Um, so we developed what we call like a content machine. So it's like they record audio and we do like 20 unique pieces of content. We do transcripts. We do it like emails. We do Instagram. We do, we just, we just repurpose it. That's crazy. Um, while a lot of agencies, they just do the audio and then they'll hire someone to do all the social media. So like we figured out like how the market's not being served. And then we also have our avatar. So we know, um, who needs it the most. There's, there's room everywhere. Like if you just want to service, uh, B2B companies like Fortune 500, they're more the sponsorship model, you know, um, because, and there's some people we're going to work with that. Like we're going to work with that model in a soon um, because the sponsors will pay a lot of money to be like on a whatever construction type podcast because a client to them, if they get a contract, that's like a hundred thousand, you know? Yeah. So they'll pay a lot of money to that podcast, even though it's like not a lot of listeners, the type of listeners are deep because they're people who are like in a specific industry. So in the industry, man, like you just got to experiment. Like, I don't, I don't know what, um, I don't know. I'm just focused on myself, dude. I'm not focused on competition. Um, so yeah, the industry is pretty hot right now. I don't know how long it'll last. Uh, 
as far as like how easy it will be to get guests in the future and things will get saturated because the same people are starting to get interviewed over and over again and it gets boring. Yeah. Um, so you got to have a unique angle um, to your podcast. So yeah. Yeah. We kind of have a head start obviously starting pretty early on. Um, yeah. And I know you talked about uh, quickly about how you're really focused on yourself and not really by your competition. So what, other than that, what other mindset habits do you think you have that kind of differentiate yourself from, from the other guests and like other people in general? Um, mindset habits, dude. Um, I would say the biggest thing is self-awareness. Um, because like there is a, um, I know what I'm good at and I know what I suck at and I don't beat myself up about that. Um, there's, there's a, one of my mentors told me this, like there's a, a curse to competency. So if you try to be the best at everything, then you'll be the best at nothing. Um, so I, I just have self-awareness and I try not to have a lot of outside noise. Like I create more than I consume. So I, I would say that's the biggest thing. Um, I'm not saying I don't like listen to stuff like for inspiration, but, um, yeah, man, I just focus on what I can control. I don't, mm -hmm. I don't know if that answers your question good. Yeah, it does. And obviously um, like when I, when I, I focus on like, what are my top things for the day? And like, I try to move forward every day, 1%. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. Yeah, that's, that's definitely important. A lot and of also, people. Also, uh, I only listen. So, um, this is probably the biggest thing I call it just in time learning. So I only like, I have a lot of books, right? But I don't read them unless it's for my next step. So I only learn something if I can apply it now. I won't okay. read something for the sake of reading and learning because to me, it's like, just like it'll leave. It won't yeah. stay in my head. So I only read something like scaling up the book I'm reading. I'm reading it because I want to scale up my business. So everything I'm reading, I'm like, all right, let's do this. Yeah. Oh, all right, let's do this. I don't really read for the sake of it or learn for the sake of it. So that's why I only listen to like three people overall. Like a lot of the other gurus and stuff I don't listen to because like I can't apply what they're doing. So yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Well, Daxi, thank you for hopping on. Um, and a final thought, where can people find out more about you? Where can they contact you? Any socials, just plug them out. For yeah, us dude. Um, Instagram, hit me up. I am Daxi. Shoot me a DM. I also have my podcast, Podcast Success Secrets. Um, yeah, that's pretty much, I have a Facebook group too. It's called the same thing. And um, if you join my Facebook group, I have an ultimate guide to podcasting. It's like 150 pages, dude. <laughs> like wow. someone who's never started a podcast, like we want to make it a book eventually, but right now I'm just like, fuck it. Just get yeah. it um, so it's literally like how to start from A to Z. Um, yeah. So if you guys want that, join my Facebook group. And yeah, dude, I appreciate you having me on. This is awesome. 100%. Show. All right, man. Thank you. And we'll see you guys on the next episode.